Hey, America. Start, Start listening, listening now. now. Well, we have a special guest this week. From the White Lotus, it's Jennifer Coolidge. That's right. America's 12 points are going to be announced by me, Jennifer Coolidge. And our 12 points go to... And welcome to another Lotusy or perhaps just white episode of 12 Points from America, <laughs> a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America, the country that could have been a contender. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. <laughs> and I'm Danny. Hi, oh, hey, everybody. Hello. Danny, Danny was um, starring in the role of Jennifer Coolidge today. Who knows yes, who it'll Jennifer be Jennifer Coolidge. That's right. I, I mean, Danny, we, we knew that you were a man of many, many talents. I was not expecting that voice to emanate from your, from your head. I'm going to get my Emmy. Just you wait. Oh. Anyway, yes. That Speaking was, that of was... receiving awards and prizes, Sam, hit it with the socials. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find us on all of the normal social media repositories, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, one two points USA, or just email us directly at 12pointsfromamerica at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon if you'd like to support us for the price of a small whatever your libation of choice is uh, per month. You can help uh, keep keep the lights on, keep everything rolling here. Uh, I do have to say, though, for a lot of folks listening to this podcast, this week in particular, we are unfamiliar voices to you. Uh, our our empire, dare we say, is expanding. Is that is that is that fair to say? <laughs> yep. We uh, some of you may be listening to us uh, through the great folks over at Switch Radio Europe. It looks like uh, we've been picked up, y'all. Uh, so. Hi for everybody who's listening through us uh, to us at uh, Switch Radio Europe. Uh, we are Twelve Points of America. Uh, we are four friends and uh, hecklers from from the great state of Minnesota here in the U.S. If you couldn't tell by our accents, thank you okay. very much for for tuning in. Uh, we, and we hope uh, you'll enjoy our our very special brand of hijinks and information and fun. And also, well, really, that's about it. How's everybody I mean, doing? We've got, we've got this, this is like, we're, we're getting back into our, our weekly shows at this point because Eurovision mm -hmm. is getting real close. Like, like we're leaving for Liverpool in less than three months. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my I God. Know. Ah. And this is like the last week before, uh, you know, national finals Armageddon, which is happening uh, on the 11th, uh, this Saturday. Uh, it is happening. That's when I think we have, is it six or seven National finals or selections will be unveiled all it's, within like 12 hours of each other. Yeah, it's something like that. It's it's pretty, pretty intense. And frankly, it all starts even before the weekend. Uh, by the time the show airs, for, for full transparency, we are recording this on, on a Monday night. And normally we, we release to our Patreon subscribers on Thursday. We release to the wider public on Friday. Yeah, by the time this airs, it's already going to be out of date. So, so thank you for joining us for some old news. Uh, but yet, <laughs> uh, tomorrow our time, uh, we will know the Czech song already. Uh, we mm -hmm. had the the five song national final. So instead of looking a ho forward, why don't we look back at what's what's come up since we recorded last? And it's been mm -hmm. quite a lot, right? Oh God, yeah. it right. burns. <laughs> They've got a cream yes. for that nowadays. Oh, good. Yeah. 
All right, so so why don't we kind of start less with the songs and more about the event itself? We had uh, we had our allocation draw. We had the reveal of the logo and the slogan for this year. Uh, we are we are united by music. Is that I think the AI had a better yeah. suggestion? But sure. Oh, what, what, what oh, was yeah, the what... AI for this year? Oh, wasn't it like where is where are my pants or something like that? It, it took a few decades to get to where are my pants. I think the one from this year was somewhat coherent. I don't remember what it was, though. Hmm. Ah, well. Yeah. Uh, so we've the got logo? the logo, too. It is, yeah, it is, is a CMYK a go-go. Yeah, really. a color yeah. scheme choice. I think we have the blue and the yellow uh, mostly for, like, the Ukrainian flag pop. But then we have, like, magenta. I'm not sure if we quite have key color, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like the magenta, I've heard like two different really nice sort of where it could come from. One, you have the 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 red and the white of the United Kingdom flag kind of compressed together to create that magenta, that that pinkish. Or it's just the color of the dude from Kalush Orchestra's hat. Oh. <laughs> I choose to believe it's that. Yeah. Also, I I whenever I see the logo, I just think about like the Bajoran wormhole. From Deep Space Nine. <laughs> God. <laughs> I like it. It's 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 fun. It's bold. It's it's it is it's, really bold. Oh yeah. Really is. You, yeah. you know, a, a lot of these have been just kind of, and I don't want to call them bad or uninteresting or anything, because it's a it's a you know, it's a sort of a straightforward logo that's been kind of uniform for a long time. And I think it's really cool that they're kind of just doing something different. It's neat. It's it's hardly hideous or anything like that i think it's a no cool, no but uh... i i'm with you like the past past uh like logos or like the the feel of the of the branding around the contest has tended to be a little stodgy or sort of like you know posturing itself to be a big important event and i think it's ironic that on the the iteration of this contest that sort of has the 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 positioning and the historicity of the whole like uk and ukraine thing happening it has an opportunity to sort of posture itself as being very important and i like that instead they went nah it's gonna be fun we're gonna <laughs> have fun in liverpool baby yeah. honestly like the world could use some fun it could yeah, use really frivolity. honestly it could use yeah. brightness and when and, was the last and... time you had fun yeah that's what i thought <laughs> turin no. one two points uh usa <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, let us right, know your favorite thing. Draw, that is and we got uh, we got Ryland's teeth. Ah, <laughs> uh, the beacon is lit. Dude has the whitest teeth in the world. It's weird. I like Ryland though. I, He's I, great. I feel like we're going to see more of him uh, as we get towards uh, the Eurovision stage and things like that. It seems yeah. like his involvement is. Uh, it, he's like Thanos. It's inevitable. I mean, honestly, it's it's kind of nice to see. I mean, the man has a genuine love and appreciation of the contest. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I ran into him a couple of times in in sort of the delegation and and working bubble uh, back in Turin because he was with the uh, with the UK delegation as as one of the commentators and everything. Super super nice guy. He was just absolutely thrilled to be a part of it, and just to see his joy when Sam Ryder did as well as he did. Like you could tell that this isn't just a guy doing this job for a paycheck. He's there because he truly loves it. And he was just absolutely just over the moon to see how well that they did. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I would love, 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 love to see him 
in a continued position because I think that he and AJ Adudu together hosting the allocation draw, I thought they were great. So mm-hmm. many of these allocation draws over the years, and partially it could be the fact that a lot of folks are doing this through not their first language. So I think the two of them together this year, it felt very natural. It felt very organic. It felt very friendly and comforting. It felt like a great opening opening salvo for the contest. And here's the thing. The allocation draw isn't interesting. I know. That's the best part like, is that this is it's purely a matter of course. It's like I'm going to roll a die. Actually, no, I'm going to flip a coin approximately <laughs> 70 times and you're going to love it. And you and know I what? Did. I did. Yes. They, they made it fun. He was so excited to be talking about how, uh, I don't know, Poland was in the half of the semifinal that it's in. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> he had a nice he, fact for every single country, which was oh, interesting. He, he, really he was did. ready to go. He oh, was, yeah. I bet a lot of those, I don't know about all of them, but I bet a lot of them were were pretty off the cuff even. Like he was, he knows his stuff. Uh, yeah. it's, it's really, really good. I mean, yeah. uh, he's one I of us. I don't feel like there's a lot to talk about with the allocation draw because we just don't know, you know, the, the, the songs. Sometimes we see like, Oh, okay. This is going to be the, the, the super serious hardcore semifinal, which usually just means whichever one Sweden's in. Uh, And then the (laughs) other one is just the fun one, the wacky. Whichever one one Moldova's in. Which is, which is the, uh, the first semifinal for the record. (laughs) Good. We got Sweden and Moldova in the same one. Yep. I, maybe. All right. Oh. Well, well nothing ha- makes yeah, sense anymore. <laughs> uh, Thank God we God. in America can vote this year. Hey, hey. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, among the only things that I think people really watch for when this happens are like, uh, did Greece and Cyprus end up together? Yes, they did. Yes. Did uh, Moldova and Romania. Romania end up together? No, no. they did not. Will the UK get to vote for Ireland in that semi? No, uh, which is a bummer for Ireland, but <laughs> we'll get to them. And Norway, Sweden, and Finland all got in the same one. Yeah, uh, which yeah. Is, yeah. is kind of interesting. I mean, that you know, that, there will always be some neighbors that are together and some that aren't. And that is the kind of analysis you will not get anywhere else than from here. Sometimes there are things, and other That's times right. there aren't you think the, things. You think the BBC is going to give you basic geography? No way. No way. They don't even know what it is. No. All right. <laughs> so uh, let's move on to something that's actually something. Uh, we we did get a few. We have a few songs. We're going to get to those. We also got some, some artists, mm-hmm. but not songs. Again, yeah. sometimes uh, you don't get things. We've got, Let's start out uh, with, the, with the countries that only have given us uh, basically uh, a hint at what they will be doing or who will be going. And then we'll move on to the real meat, the songs yeah. that we got. Mm, yeah. Sounds good to me. All right. Uh, from Greece, we've gotten some some bits and pieces of information of who is on the, not, not the long list, because there was never really that long of a list, but on a short list and a shorter list. Uh, but we finally have word that it's going to be Victor Vernico singing uh, for Greece with the song What They Say. Song has not been released yet, but we at least know Victor. Uh, at 16 years old, he is the youngest Greek entrant ever. And also their first male performer since 2016, and that was technically a, a co-ed yep. group. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so he's uh, he's breaking some ground, yeah. 
I believe he's also possibly the first Greek-born singer for Greece in a couple of years. Since... <laughs> I was going to say, that's also also been a while. I did a quick uh, dive into YouTube this evening, and mm. there is a leaked demo of this song up on YouTube as well. I don't know how much that is going to tell us about the final product of the song. but yeah, I, I say don't trust it until you get the real, exactly. the real full version. Moving over to Austria, we have Taya and Selena uh, as a, a duet from uh, from Austria. Um, one is a 22-year-old from Vienna. The other is a 24-year-old from Styria. They uh, met uh, in the casting le- uh, the casting levels for Starmania, which is a local televised you know singing competition. Uh, Tia had actually been in the mix uh, previously back in 2020 to give it a shot for both Austria. And when she didn't make it through to Austria, she translated her song into Serbian and tried to go for Serbia. And Selena was on the voice of Germany and is actually like the station voice for hit radio uh, 03. So she's uh, does a lot of commercial work for, for a, a major radio station over in, in Austria. So they're both experienced despite their age, uh, but we'll see what happens when we have them together. There's a rumor, there have been some rumors floating around about the, the name Edgar Allan Poe being being something related to their song. There's been a That's a absurd. Demo. He's dead. I know. What's he doing here? He's not <laughs> even from Austria. He's, you know, he's from freaking Baltimore, you know? Ah, what do I know? Well, for one thing, you know that Edgar Allan Poe is from Baltimore. Indeed, I do. And That's I know that he's dead. He <laughs> couldn't possibly be involved in this song. Actually, That's why they pay us the big bucks. I feel like this isn't the first time we've talked about this, but suppose they dug up Edgar Allan Poe and put him on stage. Would he count as one of the six? (laughs) Or is he a prop? Right, yeah. Mm. Are we going by French passport rules? I think we have to ascribe to those. So yes. We've had this exact conversation already. Yes, we have. (laughs) Well, we we need answers, Derek. All right, moving on. Oh, gosh. Armenia Uh, has chosen a brunette. I mean, I, I was just—is this I like was a police just, sketch artist kind of thing that we just have a vague description? I was just saying, I was just in Armenia. I was just in Armenia. Most of the women there appear to be brunettes. This really doesn't narrow it down there. Uh, but yes, there, the, the singer is named Brunette. Uh, she's a, a young, up-and-coming singer, uh, mostly sort of an R&B kind of vibe. Pretty decently well-known locally. There's a couple of singles out in the local market. Uh, interestingly enough, it looks like some of the work that she's got on Spotify seems to be looped in with the Envac Collective, the Envac label, which is also the group that gave us Rosalind. I was going to say, are we bracing for sort of an Armenia Eurovision hit machine? I'm okay with that. I am. The one-two punch? I am more than okay with that. Her other stuff is really good, too. Yeah, she's very talented. Is she, in fact, a brunette? She is. Okay. Because you know it would be really funny. Is if she was bald? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. No, I meant uh, uh, no. If she just shows up to Liverpool and is just, you know, blonde Marilyn Monroe. I was going to say like style. Targaryen white hair. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, now, do we have any uh, any hunch on whether she'll be singing in English or in Armenian? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't really have much in the way of information on the song itself, uh, but she has songs in both. We know that she has okay. absolutely has the capability to sing in either language. So we will see what happens. 
Uh, hopping over the border northwise into Georgia, we had the winner of The Voice of Georgia, which was the selection uh, method for the singer. We, again, don't know much about the song. It'll be tailor-made for the winner of The Voice of Georgia, who is Iru Hechanovi. Uh, the name might not necessarily sound familiar, but scratch a little bit below the surface and you'll realize that Iru was a member of Candy, which was the girl group that won Junior Eurovision back in 2011 for Georgia. So she was literally just on stage during that uh, that medley section uh, at Junior Eurovision 22. Oh, yeah. So she was there front and center. Then for the Biscabi reunion. Oh, if only. If only. <laughs> Also, another connection to Junior Eurovision for Iru, she was one of the co-lyricists of Georgia's song this year, Mariam Bigvava's I Believe, that was mm -hmm. partially penned by Iru. Oh, God, that song was great. So she, this may be the person who, who gave us the lyrical moment thing, what we always want. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing that we always need. It is, though. It I, is. That song is the thing I always want. It's <laughs> it was so good, and I mean, uh, it, it did well enough. I would say it did. Oh yeah, I like well to enough those for lyrics me. as like a latter day riddle of the Sphinx. You know, <laughs> thing that we always need. I you'd be mauled for sure. I have no idea. Yeah, what I'm I'm about. toast. I'm toast. <laughs> Oh, anyway, oh you can look at some of uh, Iru's performances of The Voice of Georgia uh, on YouTube, including performances of both Euphoria and Rise Like a Phoenix. So she knows her audience. She knows she knows what she's going for here. So we wish her the best. Again, we don't know much about her song, but... Is that something a lot of contestants do? Like, are they just covering Eurovision songs left and right at this? Or does it just seem like the person who does that tends to win? I mean, I'd have to look back on on who was actually performing what uh, at at uh, the Georgian version. Yeah, you're of the not voice. gonna win the final by singing Bucks Fizz, you know. Ooh. Well, someone's made his mind up. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We had the uh, the release of uh, the Slovenian entry this year. Joker out uh, with their song Carpe Diem uh, was revealed and premiered. In normally Slovenia will have a uh, program called EMA or EMA. Uh, this year it was basically just a, a coronation. Uh, but yeah, Carpe Diem uh, has been released and unveiled to the public. So have you guys listened to it yet? Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Of course, we're going to do more in depth reviews later on a couple episodes yeah. from now, probably a few months. Uh, but your first impressions, guys? Slovenia is back and Slovenia has a shot. A shot at what? This is yeah. This is a, a oh, I gotta say, <laughs> if, not at, if not at winning, top ten easy. This is an amazing song. I love this song. I wouldn't go quite that far. Right? Uh, All right. Uh, What's the well, problem here? This is some pure pop rock excellence that's in Slovenian. Love that. Anyway. I I'm saying more. That because I like it, it should do well. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's uh, how it works, Europe. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's totally how it works. Um, I think, Danny, just because you can vote nowadays at, uh, at, at Eurovision and that you can vote in the Czech national final, you've gone mad with power. I've become yeah. drunk with power, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, I like it. Um, 
the live performance during the little special they did sold me on it more than the studio version did yeah. uh in terms of in terms of its like potential as a eurovision i'm not going to say winner but it's success eurovision success and slovenia is well overdue uh the sort of songs that we're going to touch on next that we have are on the sort of anthemic side which may seem like very eurovision-y just to, to paint it with that broad brush that we always try to refrain from uh but this song has a sort of very genuine um I don't know. It, it it feels like it is not cobbled by a million Swedish producers. Just oh, to for sure. On the Swedes for sure. once more. <laughs> this yeah. feels like, um, in a much better way than Slovenia's entry last year, a bunch of guys who really like making music and have made something really fun and danceable and 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 is great. I, I really like it. It definitely doesn't feel like a song that was made for Eurovision. It feels like yes. a song that was made for them. And I I think I think we are at a point these days where that's a that can be a pretty big deal. Uh, mm -hmm. So I will I'll give a give a credit for that. Derek, how much do you love it? I've only heard the studio version. I now need to go and listen to the live version to actually get oh, a sense of it. Oh, I see I I am the exact opposite. I have not heard uh, the studio version and I'm going okay. solely off of the national final performance or the the the, the unveiling performance. I'm the only one who diversified the, the official huh? music video. I listened to it. I saw that. Okay. Which was fun. I, I think um, they're obviously very good at what they do. I I, I kind of got that sense that they're... I'm going to explain more about this later because it will be relevant, but sure. they have they have kind of an it factor in that when I listen to it, I'm like, this is a genuinely good song. I can hear this on the radio. I like it. Uh, again, it's that whole question of what is the success at Eurovision and what does that mean for them I think I could see this qualifying fairly easily. I don't know where it would end up in the actual final, though. I'm going to give them another pro column tick mark. They're energetic, young, and extremely photogenic. Yep. So there's also that. Yeah, that that's that's. <laughs> Danny, I'm saying that hot. Eurovision doesn't brook a goes. <laughs> okay. Next country. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Where where should right. we go next, Sam? Uh, let's let's go further west. Uh, let's head over to Ireland, actually, because this was on the this past Friday night on the Late Late Show. Uh, winner let's of go. the Irish let's national final, Wild Youth. We are one. Um, well established uh, again, male male pop rock band. Actually, it's interesting that we we're talking about them right after we're talking about Joker Out. Mm -hmm. um, again, An actual sort of group of Wild Youth. Sorry, what? <laughs> An actual group of jokers. Yeah. Aha. Yes. Uh, we are one, seemingly a big anthemic. Yes, this is the, the big Eurovision appropriate anthemic song that I kind of expected to handily win and that I fear sort of blends in with the other big, you know, big positive arena rock kind of thing. Mm. And yet they still made them perform this big arena rock song it's in a small in a yes. small on studio at RTE on the late late show with Ryan Turberty. Guys, so who these guys knock out? We got a couple of a couple of noteworthy names that these guys yeah, knocked out. Yeah. So yeah. oh god. 
Yeah, we. I, think I, I have so many yeah. things to say. About, <laughs> yes, about Eric. This. Well, should, should, should I just go, or do you guys? Yeah, wanna... just go for it. Go for okay. it. I've got all things right, to so, say too, but we'll see. Uh, all right, we're so, going to cover a lot um, of the same ground. Uh, I don't think anybody ex actually expected a victory out of Public Image Limited, but I thought that. No. <laughs> uh, I th I thought that was interesting, and I, I I don't know. I held a sliver of hope because I feel like he would have hated actually having to do it. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um and like and yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't performed especially well either. But gosh, there is a there is there is a certain sweetness to it, I thought. And it, and at the same time a certain avant-gardeness that I think would have been fun to see at uh, at the contest. But there was no way. I mean, uh, vocals were not anywhere near contest worthy like i would i would say his vocals are probably on par with one of those open auditions that you see for moldova uh let's not he, say things could... we can't take back so. I, I... and let's not cast aspersions on the mighty country of moldova oh don't get me wrong our last episode we you know or two episodes ago we were waxing poetic on how much we love moldova don't get me wrong yeah. i love moldova um you know my my line of work when i'm not you know talking out my butt about Eurovision all the time. Uh, I actually work for a nonprofit that focuses on uh, neurological research and, and outreach and, and things like that. So I thought that the message of uh, PIL Song Hawaii was very heartfelt. It was about, you know, slowly losing his wife to, to Alzheimer's disease, which a very, very noble and, and heartfelt sentiment and a song that was obviously very, very deeply personal. And I think talking about that and, and giving that song and that message a platform was very important. Mm -hmm. And I have to give the man credit and props for sharing that and being vulnerable, especially when it's somebody who used to be called Johnny Rotten. You don't expect him to be vulnerable and, and, yeah. and talking about his feelings and his love for his wife, who is dealing with this, with this horrendous condition that is more common than we like to think about. But yeah, uh, uh, no, yeah. no, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm glad, I mean, you do you. I'm glad you're there. Thanks for getting the message out. But mm -hmm. oh, no. Oh, no. I, I love the the last interview they did with him. And for a while, I really thought like they were not going to put the camera on him again because he because like they didn't know what he was going to do. But they eventually they they brought it back around and, and, you know, asked him how he was doing or whatever. And he 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 said, you know fairly genuinely like we really thank you for the opportunity and and for for giving a listen to something different except he said it in a way where there was a clear subtext of i hate all of you uh which <laughs> which was uh i don't know it was on it was on brand he's a he's a, <laughs> he's a strange fellow um mm. on the, okay so that that was never going to happen on the topic of things that could have happened and arguably should have happened uh, we had the absolutely wonderful Connolly um, with the song Midnight Summer Night. I heard somebody describe this as Connemara Del Rey. And uh, <laughs> it's all right, all right, can we, is it Connemara Del Rey or Lana Galway? Galway, because she's from Galway, you see. Shout out to yeah. Galway, friend of the show. Oh, uh, lovely city. Lovely, lovely Galway city. Galway rules. It's so uh, It's It's one of my favorite places i've ever been uh and it apparently produced this song which is one of my favorite ones of the year uh it is jokes aside a bit uh lana del rey ish and so forth the there was a bit of of greenness to the to the live performance if if we're being fair i i 
some more vocal acrobatics at the end than I think a song like that really needs. Although she nailed all of it. She really so, did. So whatever. And then it lost to this song. And here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to spoil my review of this song when that happens uh, a couple months from now. Um, that like yes. you have the you have the things that are good, you have the things that are bad, but at least interesting, and then you have the things that just are nothing. And that's what this like it's it's nothing. It's a Chris Tomlin worship band song. It's a it's a just a I don't like it. I I and and I think I I don't know how well Connolly would have done in in all fairness. I really don't. It might still not have qualified. But this, no, this, I, I, I don't think this has a chance at all. I mean, it's, again, we don't uh, know what else is in the, in the semifinal really with it. We literally only have one other song in the semifinal that has been released so far. Yeah, but we'll like, there would have to be like eight duds for this to have a shot. I mean, I, I, I. This this is frustrating to me, and it like part of it is that a song I really like lost, and that's always frustrating. But yeah, it also always, happens yeah. in every national final that has ever been ever happened. Uh -huh. This yeah. this song that they picked just reeks of blandness. You know, we our, talk our, about our it, pal Paul. Lisa Jane talks uses the word beige. Yeah. Oh, this is beige AF. Let me tell you. <laughs> For well, European listeners, AF stands for. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's about the way that this uh, competition is couched. You know, there are those songs that people automatically don't want to think of as sort of Eurovision appropriate, and that maybe they have just gotten in the habit of thinking of as the kind of song that ought to go to to Eurovision. Yeah, I mean, again, people will have this image of the big, the anthemic, the 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 rousing sort of chorus with mm -hmm. the message all about unity. It's like the oh, love works. shine a lights, yeah. right? And that hasn't necessarily worked recently. I'm not saying no. it can't work. I don't think this is as bad of a song as people are are slating it as. Um, and by people, we mean Eric. Yeah, he's a I'm people. people. <laughs> but yeah, I I, 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 I look for. You know, and I, I don't want to editorialize too much just because, you know, I may have a role that won't let me do that. But um, where's the innovation? Yeah. That's what I look for. I I, I, th uh, I think uh, it hurts it a bit because it's Ireland. <laughs> a country that has struggled to do anything interesting for years and years. And I know that they're the winning this country in Eurovision history. But does that really matter? Oh, like, you mean at, Eurovision. At this point? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Derek. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so uh, the only thing I was going to say. So I mentioned with Joker out. It kind of felt like they they had crested the the hill of you know like getting that talent, you know, and you could just hear it in their music that they're sort of accomplished. And these guys, they just kind of feel a little amateurish to me that they just haven't gotten there. There's like you said, there's no innovation, there's no spark, whatever that thing is that you hear in the first few notes of the song, you instantly know this is a good song. These people know what they're doing. I never got that for three whole minutes. Mm. And I've listened to the studio version a couple of times and I watched the live performance a couple of times. And I'm like, this is what you're sending. It feels like a huge step backwards in terms of their scope. Um, and I know two years in a row, they came in last in their semi 
2019 and 2021. And Brooke, I remember watching Brooke on the Late Late Show thinking, this is a mess. I don't know what they're going to do with it. And when it got to the actual stage, they spent some money and they made it look really good and it still wasn't enough. I really I thought Brooke know. was through. I did too, actually. I was yeah. really and, impressed. And at the end of the day, she wasn't close. She was, I think, 14th. Yeah. Uh, and or or something like that. And and God, what do they I what do they have to do? I I, I will say I don't know the answer to that, uh, but I'm pretty confident it's not this. It's funny you say those things, Derek, about inexperience, because I'm pretty sure this band has been around longer than Joker Out has. Their performers are older. They just feel yeah, so they're... mediocre. It's yeah. Like listen, like listening to Connolly, I I wholly admit she kind of struggled at the beginning of that song. A like little bit. Her yeah. breathing was off. Her notes were kind of off. She wasn't very loud. It should and be then noted. When she got to the end. It should be noted yeah. that was her first television performance ever. That was one of her first oh, live gigs. She's ever. She's still a teenager, right? Yeah. Like she's she's nineteen. She was fourteen when she wrote the song, and that was like a couple years ago. Like, or, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote it back in God. It, she really did say it was something like I wrote it a long time ago during COVID. It's like, <laughs> shut up, child. But Dude. God, when she got to the end of that song, you could hear it. Like she has it, and it. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It kind of came down to: Do we want to do something different and innovative and risky, or do we want to do the safe same thing that worked in the past? And they kind of went with the safe choice. The past is like 20, 30 years ago now. It could also be noted the fact that, like we said, Connolly is a new artist. This is her first song, her first real explosion onto the scene. And, uh, you know, the the, the band that won, Wild Youth, they they are known. They are well known on the Irish pop scene. A lot of people might just vote for name recognition. Like, oh, Wild Youth. That's the band that my grandkids listen to. Sure, I'll vote for that because it's a late, late show. It's not. It's not Melody Festival. It is literally who's watching Jimmy Kimmel right now. You know, it's. If the question is what does Ireland need to do, I would say the first thing they need to do is they need to do something different with their national final system yes. because you look at other countries, even the Czech Republic, even like Latvia, or them. They're like very small, very kind of low budget, but they still look really good and they sound great this looked like an afterthought like they'd already given up and it just was watching it was really really hard because i'm like i don't know what's good you're gonna think you're gonna get out of this but it feels to me like you've already decided we're not booking a hotel past wednesday (laughs) they the uh the audio was really not top notch at any Mm -mm. point during that show i at at one point i i I wondered really for for the first because there were six performances uh, three before a commercial and three after and it almost made me wonder like after the first three it was just like did i just not give any ear monitors to anybody like it, it just it just seems mm. i'm not going to mm. say amateurish because it's because I, I i don't want to take away from the, the the tv studio and things like that but uh, honestly like it's also a talk show are <laughs> is it is a talk show from a technical and from an audio standpoint, the the place where you want to feature a lot of these artists. But I mean, even even if they even if they had the big budget and they they did it as as fully and well as like a Norway or Sweden or uh, uh, Ukraine's bomb shelter for that matter, yeah, uh, it wouldn't have made the songs that much better. So I, think, I don't I don't know. I Ireland, think we really we need. Love to, you. I think please. I think we're all rooting for you. I think we need to talk about the true winner of the night in Ireland, yes. though. 
That was the oh, big old true. hamper of peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. I went to the store about peanut butter after that. All the whole peanut line. butter <laughs> is really impressive. Uh, it had it missed no notes. It missed no camera cues. It, it did, did everything that, it, it was supposed it, to do, except for giving that one camera guy anaphylaxis. That was that was I'm sure not not ideal. But well, that was <laughs> E. coli. One of them. That was his oh, own no. fault. Oh no. <laughs> Anyway, shall we shall we release Ireland from our clutches? The sea, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> into Yo. the sea. Yes. Oh. oh, it's just a quick jump over the sea. Let's do Benidorm. Yeah. Okay, Benidorm. All right, uh, All right. Really, really quick, Sam. Mm-hmm. Before you explain how to correctly pronounce the name of this song, mm-hmm. I just want to say congratulations to uh, Blanca Paloma for her song. <laughs> Could have yes. been worse. Was I close? Sam, what is it? What is it, Sam? AI. 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 Well, that's not AI. Yeah, sorry. It's my, it's, favorite, Spanish... uh, my favorite elf from the Lord of the Rings. AI. Wasn't the AI-a. chorus from the 2015 song? AI. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, pretty close. Cypress yeah. from last yeah. year. AI. <laughs> Uh, this song oh, rocks, yeah. by the way. Yeah, this is the one I, that I have not taken a listen to yet. Here's here's the thing: it, 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 when Spain is in the most powerful position they've been in in years and years, I am astonished and beyond excited that they are legitimately like taking a risk. Oh, they're right going now. for it. Oh yeah. Well, that, that I mean, I mean, yeah, I think they are going for it, but they're they're not. That it's not another. Uh, Slow mo, really? Oh, it's it's. What do we got? What is it's this? Like a uh, it's, dark it's, flamenco. It's, yeah, nouveau modern say. dark flamenco. Oh. Yeah, it's cool, and it it's is, it's different. And it is I, so Spanish. I, is it cool and different Spanish. in Spanish in the way that like Portugal? Could, you, you could have told me that this was a Portugal. Kind of. I, I mean, oh, this yeah. is this is so Just emblematically in, Spain. Oh sure. Yeah. But I mean, I, it's, in terms yes. of being emblematic of the country, I would say. Yeah, yeah. No okay. other country could do this. Ooh, I'm excited. So, how Your about Blanca? Should. Tell me about the Paloma yeah. itself. Blanca Paloma was actually she actually had my favorite song in last year's national. Was final. she the boob lady? No, no, that was oh. Rigoberta. No. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the boob lady. Wow, that's that's the kind of boobs. high class, high class. <laughs> yeah, analysis. Yeah. Uh, no, Blanca Paloma had the song Secreto del Agua, uh, those very atmospheric and beautiful and dramatic uh, and a bit understated, but really very, very elegant. Uh, this year, she's ramped up the energy and the sort of passion of it. Um, and actually, like one of my favorite Portuguese songs ever, Jardim, it's actually a um, a song honoring her, her grandmother who's passed away. Mm-hmm. And... That's I think there's a, about yeah. There's a lyric in the song that's like, "When I die, I hope I turn into the moon so that I may watch over you." And it's it's oh, really wow, very very sweet and honest. And I don't have a joke about. So this that. is a Spanish yeah. language. It, yeah, it's it's Spanish language, completely Spanish language. Oh, loving all of the uh, all of the non English songs. Uh, new yeah. listeners, get acquainted with me. I am ben, a sucker for a song that is not in English. That's it, ben, Danny. You're gonna you're gonna be intrigued by this for sure. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, very 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 excited to hear your opinion of this one. Blanca uh, Paloma, by the way, means white dove, indeed. or 
possibly white pigeon. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I mean, a pigeon is a type of dove. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also a type of rat, but we don't. Oh, <laughs> according to us. Yeah. Yeah. And interestingly enough, we're also kind of continuing on with the trend here of uh, Spanish language or, or singers from Spain, particularly being from either Valencia or Catalonia. Like mm-hmm. since 2017, Manel Navarro was from Catalonia uh, with Amaya and Alfred. I believe Alfred was from Catalonia. Yeah, those Mickey two was, kids. Yeah. Uh, Mickey, I think, is from Catalonia. Las Canto was not. Chanel was born in Cuba, but raised in Catalonia. And now Blanca Paloma is from Valencia, so just down the coast a bit. I'm sorry, Sam. I think you mean Valencia. Valencia. Sorry. <laughs> uh, me and my stupid Chilean accent. What do I know? But yeah, I don't know what it is about uh, about the 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 Catalan and Valencian speaking regions, how they end the up being the, the hotbed of, of Eurovision talent. But that's an interesting little uh, little bit there. But yes, I'm very excited to hear what what Danny thinks of this one. And again, we're going to have our reviews in a in a couple of weeks. Yes, Spain has been white hot the past couple of years. I'm the one who always comes to Miki's defense. I thought that song was oh, hellaciously robbed. But even Blas Canto was not even when he gave us was it Oh Universe? <laughs> Excuse me, Universe. My favorite song. <laughs> My favorite song title translation. Um, that's uh, t- they've they've been doing great stuff for the last four years. They, uh, you know, slow mo was was a, a huge contender. They're, you know, they're up there. They're gonna have it one of these days. Mm. It's I also nice so. to notice. It's also really really nice to notice that uh, Blanca's song was selected pretty much across the board. Last okay. year it was a, it was a pretty contentious win uh, that Chanel ended up on top at. Uh, but Blanca won the votes from the expert jury. Uh, she came in second place with the demoscopic jury, and she won the televote. Wow! Uh, so it's it's a pretty pretty universal decisive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she was only a few points off of like a hypothetical perfect score. She, yeah. She this 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 was a landslide. I just uh, it's it, this is one country I did not think would would go quite this avant garde. At, at this oh. point, because it seems like they're so close, and it's it's not totally off the wall, but but it is not a straightforward pop song. No, yeah, like, you wouldn't uh, expect this like, from like, the way like, that, like slow mo was. Yeah, the all. way that Spain has sent us very very mm-hmm. poppy, very sort of radio friendly. Yeah, almost this is, yeah. this is going to be okay. it's it's going to be probably pretty divisive, frankly, because some people are going to be absolutely into the fact that Spain is going super super Spanish, super authentic, very real, and yet the style of singing that flamenco will often have for some people, they just don't like it in the same way that people thought that go away or polish were just very grating on the uh, ears. Sure. This is not a song for everybody. Let's it's get not as harsh as white singing though. No, no, no it's no. not. It's not. I, I think but... it's a, a bit more palatable and Goa did exceptionally well considering. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. But there are some people who couldn't stand the sound of yeah. the, the, those yeah. close harmonies. Yeah. It's they're yeah. known as jerks. so yeah uh the other song that was selected this weekend was from norway uh after three semifinals and a final none of these duels that we had in previous years at the end of everything it was alessandra with queen of kings taking the win 
again, very decisively uh, over Ulrika in second place with her song, Honestly. Um, I but yeah, honestly was, thought that, that, I mean, we said this before, that this was kind of Ulrika's contest to lose. And well, I honestly am did. surprised <laughs> that she lost, though, to this song. All right. So cool. interesting thing yeah. to note, I, I was looking at the betting odds. The second favorite in the betting odds won in all three instances. Uh-huh. So in Ireland, Norway, and I'm blank, Spain, the second favorite won in each one of them. Interesting. The clear favorite didn't. And I was like, wait a second. Because I thought Ulrich has got this. No. Mm-hmm. Connolly's got this. No. Agonet's got are. this. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that, paying that close attention to Spain, but... You know, you know what country is second in the betting odds to win Eurovision right now? You know, at this point when nobody has any idea. Oh no, is it Ukraine? No, it's, it's Ukraine's still number one. It's Sweden. Ukraine's, it's Sweden. It's, Sweden's always going to be number Sweden's two. Always. Going to say. Yeah. Well, I, clearly this means that Sweden is uh, is going to win. Oh, this also means Ali with Venom is going to win Esti Lal, and that uh, okay Sudden that. Lights Wait, is, is going to win in Latvia. He's second place in the Esti Lal odds. By, by like a, 50 wait. points. Yes, by an absolutely <laughs> colossal margin. But yes. Regarding Norway, he's though. Actually gonna win. Yes. I'm going to really no. quick pour one Stay out on for, for a song that I have oh. championed, but also acknowledged had no shot, Tresco, which was uh, a decidedly weird, dumb, sleazy song, but was also two minutes and ten seconds. So, you know, mm. the, everyone in the UK Efficient. is worried about how long this 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 contest goes it could have been 50 seconds shorter if only dresco was chosen uh but yeah like i said surprised Ulrika didn't get it and surprised that this won because uh this is our other bland anthem in my opinion i'd say bland however i'm gonna i'm gonna play my big big highbrow card are they giving like songwriting credit to to Czech composer Biedrich Smetna? Because this chorus what? sounds this chorus <laughs> sounds exactly like the melody from from Mavlast from De Moldau. That part of the you know everyone's familiar with the Czech tone poem Mavlast. It sounds exactly like it. Well, I know what I'm listening to after we're done recording. This is that in-depth analysis we were talking about. This is what the chorus sounds like. And it's so close that it has to be right. It's it's the first lick of the chorus when she comes in. Oh, the queen of the kings. You know, uh, it sounds exactly like this tone poem from the early 1900s. It's uncanny, which is saying something because now I, I have to acknowledge that this is just kind of, I don't know, our our bland Nordic shoot for the moon anthem speaking I'm, of speaking of nordic things from the moon yes <laughs> oh, can yeah. we talk about the, the other big the news show. oh okay. yes nordic things from the moon yeah we yes. got, we know who subwoofer is yes we i mean i kind of knew already but yeah, we have confirmation you what yeah i kind of she knew from out. the very beginning no How not the very very beginning um since 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 turin God, you've been sitting on this for a year? Well, I mean... Yeah, so we now have confirmation. They unmasked themselves. Subwoofer have been revealed. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is Ben Adams, previously the band A1, and Galta Ormason, who uh, is a well-known singer in Norway and actually had one of my favorite national final songs probably about eight or nine years ago, a song called Goodbye. 
Sure. Fun fact, Galto came in second place in the first running of Norwegian Idol. To, uh, so he was right behind Kurt Nielsen back in 2003. Kurt Nielsen eventually winning, uh, winning World Idol that one year that they tried to make that a thing. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he had this song called uh, uh, "Not Not Goodbye." It was uh, "Awake" uh, in 2013. But yes, mm. uh, let's but yeah. let's go back to to the, the current. current. Yeah, for, for a second, I, this is the question I want to ask all of you: mm. Why did Ulrika lose? Oh gosh, I don't know. Uh, is it the sentiment of she already had her shot? Which is I mean, no, unfair. I, I, because... I thought the sentiment would be the exact opposite of that. She didn't get her shot. Yeah, I, I mean, in the like the postcard, they played it up like crazy. This is this is the Ulrika revenge tour, and then she went out and <laughs> and, and and sang this uh, an, anthemic thing, uh, a bit on the nose. Uh, I don't want to say like Matahari to its to attention's Cleopatra necessarily, but they were fairly similar. No, no, no. The staging uh, is very similar. Norway, how do we factor in public versus uh, a juried vote? Uh, is there any of that? Both. Here? Yes, it's it both. both. Okay. I, I, I hate I, to say this, but I feel like it's uh, the juries really go for lyrics with sort of a social conscience. And I hate to say that that probably made them wind up siding with this song vastly I mean, it, over it, Ulrika's. It, it, how did that? How did that break down? Um, ran away so with needed, I, yeah. well in both, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. Alessandra uh, had about a 10-point margin over the second-place song in The Jury, uh, which is Adelaide Pedersen's masterpiece, honestly came in third place. Uh, so it was 104 points, 94 points, and then 60 points. Uh, for the televote, uh, Alessandra ran away with that with 129 uh, points from the televote. Second place was Ulrika with 78 points. Ooh. So it was it was not close. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I honestly yeah. I was Are you terrified? <laughs> no, I'm good. I wasn't that impressed with honestly overall. It felt a little like standard Eurovision anthem ballad song. Mm. It I didn't think it was doing enough to really stand apart and make itself in, unique and innovative. And maybe that's okay, but I think we're moving away from that very quickly in most cases. And just listening to it, I'm like, I feel like this song came out a long time ago. And oh, that's not sure. what people are looking for right now. I can yeah. see that. And it Queen of the kinda... Kings is higher yeah. energy. People might just be looking for that that BPM and that energy and that get up and mm -hmm. dance and that power rather than just, I'm a sad lady who's gotten her heart broken again. And it's got this like almost weird operatic elements to it that, and it's weird. It's a kind of a weird song that you remember and that cadence that she sings, like it, it sticks with you. <laughs> Even if you don't really like it, I, I find myself like, I remember that song. I couldn't really hum honestly for you right now. It's a cadence that she stole from the checks. I'm saying it. I I'm, I'm busting this case wide open. We'll make the we'll make a we'll make a mashup. Do a mashup, yeah. Yeah, we go. Uh, there we go. I I I haven't decided quite how I feel about Queen of Kings yet. Not sure. Change of topic. Mm -hmm. 
is when Latvia has a semifinal in which <laughs> almost every song qualifies. Yes. And yet. And yet the one that you. I don't think it was just me. It was it was near the top of the supernova odds. Even I, I think uh, it didn't even make the final. Nope. I am obviously talking, of course, about Lithuanian basketball player. Oh, uh, never, I'm ta- no, I'm talking about the song Sway by Inspo, which was a fan favorite of of a lot of the people that I follow on Twitter uh, who have Eurovision related opinions. Uh, this was a song that just had an immensely cool dynamic to it. Really unique sound. The thing that it reminded me most, honestly, uh if I were to get into it, would be the most obscure music reference I have ever made on this show. And that, is, that is saying a lot. Yes. Oh, we're doing this? Okay. So Do what it. it reminded me of is this group called Chasing Furies. Uh, back when I was a youth group kid in about 1998, when uh, uh, CCM, Contemporary Christian Music, was actually good and had interesting things to say uh, and wasn't afraid to push envelopes and things like that, there was this group called Chasing Furies, and uh, they released only one album, and no one listened to it except me. I loved it. And uh, it kind of sounds like this in, in terms of having uh, a, a bit of a... Of a a uh, little bit of orchestralness to it, uh, a cool hard rock edge to it at times, but not all the time. And and uh, and I cannot believe this didn't even make the final. It's so good. I will acknowledge the performance was not flawless. No, but I watched the other performances from this thing, and I am just baffled. Somebody, please Eric, explain the this grannies thing. don't like the rock music. Oh, I'm sorry. Were we talking about the the, the Grammy Awards here? No, the Grammys. Grannies. Uh, grannies. It's like just be, just because neither Abba nor Monaskin won a Grammy doesn't mean that we can that we can harp on it. <laughs> no, the Grannies. You know the oh, ones the who churn the butter. Oh. Oh, those weren't Grannies. The ones who beat the drum. Ah, okay. Ah. Oh. Anyway, yes, we will we will see the conclusion of the Maltese, uh, not the Maltese. We will actually see the conclusion of the Maltese, but we'll also see the conclusion of the Latvian national final this upcoming weekend. Just a quick look forward to what we've got this upcoming weekend. Uh, by the time the show airs, like I said, we will know the Czech song. We'll get that tomorrow by our time and then a couple days ago by your time listening to it. Predictions just for just for posterity. So uh, excited. Most, it's going to be best now. I would I, die if now. Rodan made it, but... It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's gonna be Vesna. I would guess Vesna, but I I would be thrilled if it's Rodan either way. Yes, but honestly, I oh, like hail all Rodan. Of <laughs> it it was a solid it was a solid uh, final. It's well, almost all of them I would be pretty happy with, but it's gonna be Vesna. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised after uh, Kalush's success that other countries were like, you know what we should do is a song in Ukrainian. With a little bit of Bulgarian, just to keep people interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what uh, else we all, got? on Super Saturday, and it is an incredibly Super Saturday. Uh, we have got the finals in Estilal, so that is Estonia. Uh, the national selection in Romania, the Danish grand final, Supernova in Latvia, Dora in Croatia, the Maltese Eurovision Song Contest, and the great grandpappy of them all, San Remo. Oh, yes. San oh, freaking seven. Remo. Seven on Saturday. Seven Ooh. on Saturday. Plus 
semifinals in Sweden and Lithuania. Oh my God. Keep your. This is why keep they your, invented picture in picture. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Keep all of your devices charged. Uh, make sure that your your smart TVs are doing what they need to be doing. Make sure that your your Wi-Fi doesn't poop out like it always does for me. Uh, and may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> <sighs> any, we any do have a ton to look forward to. My yeah. God, this is it's too much. This is rude, Europe. <laughs> and you know for a fact we're probably going to get some internal selections sprinkled in just to oh, mess with yeah. us too. Yeah. The smack dab in the middle of of the finals of San Remo, yeah. like the Some UK is going to drop a song, yeah, yeah. or Someone. Azerbaijan, or uh, what's another country? Uh, uh, Switzerland. Uh, we don't know. Yeah, what, yeah. We, there we go. We don't really know what they're doing. Who the they heck don't really knows? know what they're doing? Who knows? They're staying <laughs> neutral. Ooh. Well, again, for you folks listening at home, whether you are listening to us for the very, very first time or you're a longtime listener, we are thrilled that you decided to join us for the last, last oh, hour or so. Uh, again, you can reach out to us on social media. Let us know what you think of our opinions, if they are absolute crap or if there's some value to them. Uh, find us on all the normal social media spots, 12PointsUSA. Just email us directly at 12PointsFromAmerica at gmail.com. Uh, we have a YouTube channel with a couple of interesting things sprinkled in there as well, as, as well as some fantastic dramatic readings by our very own Danny. Uh, highly recommend those. We should probably get more of those recorded, shouldn't we? But anyway, uh, like we've said before, we are just about to transition into our weekly shows. So we will reconvene, uh, I suppose, same time next week, guys. Does that sound yeah. about right to you? Uh-huh. All right. Sure, good, luck, good luck surviving this upcoming week. But until then, I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I've been Eric. And I've been Danny. And America. Stop, Stop listening, listening now. now. Gosh. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Yeah. <laughs>